gather today to honor a, an important person, first of all, a close friend to many of us over many, many years, and someone who has cast his shadow over the developments in shipping, at least in Europe, over the last many years. Philip Louis Dreyfus I have met some years back, and at that time I was asking myself, who is this guy who always tells me what is right and what is wrong? And uh, I was upset. As the year passed by, before opening my mouth, I made sure I will ask his opinion. Now, Philip, of course, has a very distinguished career behind him, a career which spans over many long years in banking, in shipping predominantly, both in public functions and in the own family company, of which we are all very much aware. He's an economist by training, but if you look at his hobbies or his other occupations, you will be very surprised. I read here, airborne cavalry. My dear, French team champion in squash. Rugby selected at national interest in university level. A very accomplished person all around. Uh, <clears throat> of course, most of us know him also from the important positions he has held in international associations. He was the president of BIMCO, he was the president of EXA, he was the vice president of the French ship owners, Armateur de France, but this is a title which we all know meant that he was the paterfamilias of the French owners. And for all this, for all these distinguished facts, he has been collecting many and important honors, and I will only mention a few, first of all, for any Frenchman, of course, the commander of the Order of the Legion of Honor, the Order of the Merit in France, the Order of the Merit, Maritime Merit in France, and last but not least, he's an officer of the British Empire. My dear Philip, uh, your ideas and positions were not always fully accepted, but I think your straightforwardness and your honesty and your perseverance in, in uh, preaching what you believe on have made a big impression on many of us and they have gained you a lot of friends. And I think I would like you to know that especially here in Greece, you can count with a lot of friends and therefore I think you will all join me in, in welcoming Philip today and also consider him a very, very worthy recipient of this award. So, Philip, please.
Ladies, gentlemen, good evening. It's true. Uh, I have many, many friends here tonight. I won't give any names, apart maybe my Greek friend, uh, Nikos and Nikos, but many, many others. Um, it is something to have this uh, recognition here in Athens, in Greece. Uh, Greece is uh, by far the oldest, the biggest uh, shipping uh, country in the world by the number, a number of ships, by the number of companies, and by the uh, importance of the presence of Greek interests and Greek representative in all world shipping associations, which, by the way, all but one, I think, are headed by Greeks today. This means, this proves how much important shipping is to this country and how much important uh, Greece is to the shipping world and hence to the economical world. Also that gives to, to Greece, to Greek ship owners, to Greek representative in these associations a very high responsibility to drive shipping in the good direction in the uh, difficult world, in the very much changing world we are facing today on environmental issues but not only. Uh, Panos, a very special hello to you and sincere thanks for your kind words. Much too indulgent, I must say. Thank you also for this award, uh, Nico and Panos, which honors me deeply. Uh, by the way, is there, any, is there a check coming with it or not? I didn't see it. I've been asked to say a few words after receiving this award. I said I would be, I would having two hours and a half, but I make it short, maybe two hours only. Um, this reward is in recognition of my contribution to the shipping industry and my commitment to best industrial practices. It's quite impressive, impresses me myself. But on the other hand, it smells a little bad Normally, when you hear so kind and appreciative comments, in fact, you, you don't hear them. You don't hear them because you're already dead. I'm not dead, not yet, and I'm doubly pleased to hear them today. One, because I'm not dead, and two, because uh, uh, coming from the mouth of Panos, it's a very important, uh, uh, has a very important value to me. Panos, a tremendous professional, and a very exceptional personality. I would say a strong personality, uh, the kind of which you can, you can fight easily, but also you can rely totally because it's a solid, loyal, straightforward, and also competent professional, and also a very kind person. Thank you, Panos. Effectively, I've had a long life in business. Uh, you mentioned uh, some of my experiences. I had a life in shipping, and before that, and life in banking, investment banking. Uh, I would have loved to have another career in the army. I, I loved my time in the army, jumping from planes, or in sport, because I played for France squash. At the, I was 84 in the world rankings. I could have made a living out of that. Um, but 
I will only mention my years in shipping. Shipping is, you know that, the oldest business in the world. In fact, maybe the second oldest business in the world. The other one, I don't remember exactly what it is, but uh, it might come back before the end of my speech. Um, it's not only the oldest, but it's by far, for me, I've done other, other jobs in my life, it's the best. Why is it the best? It's a business where you build something. You build something solid on the long term. Also, it's a business where you meet, you work with really fine people, dedicated, friendly, happy, in fact, people with passion. It's a business where you find a tremendous solidarity within, on your ships, of course, it's needed, but also in your company, of course, with your staff, with your crews, but also in the outside world, with your colleagues, and even with your competitors. Competition in shipping is very aggressive, but almost always quite loyal. I want to say a few words of these uh, characteristics of shipping at high season, of the values, I should say. Top of my list, I mentioned the uh, very necessary long-term approach, long-term view, which we need to have. And this makes a huge difference with many other businesses. Some of them I know better than others, like uh, banking and trading. Many other businesses in the world, almost all of, all of them are short-term guided, with, uh, uh, where with quick results, quick return are a priority. In, in shipping, it's not the case. Maybe we would like it to be the case, but we cannot achieve that, so it's not the case. Uh, it's solid business because you build ships, which are very concrete, but also you build relations with people, you build partnerships for many years ahead. You organize your staff, you organize your crews, your company to be able to offer the best possible quality of service and the best possible safety for your ships and crews. This is how you build uh, your expertise and this is how you build your know-how. If you don't achieve that, you don't stay long in the business, or definitely not more than one generation. That's my belief. I did mention earlier also that shipping is based on loyalty and trust. We all know, I hope at least, the uh, motto, my word, my bond. This is still, or it should still be our credo. This credo, my word, my bond, makes us different from many other businesses. And we should be proud to be different. I mentioned that shipping is a long-term business, but it's a long-term business also that needs um, reactivity, that, need, that needs crea creativity. 
This is the only time I'll talk of my company, but that, this is, I think, a good example of that uh, long-term view, but also with creativity and reactivity. When I joined uh, the shipping side of my group, I, having worked outside for 17 years, uh, it was almost 100% uh, transportation, dry bar transportation, and mainly uh, Cape size. I decided to turn it from a pure bulk transport shipping company to a company dealing much more, as it is today, with port logistics, industrial sh shipping, and, and, and today, especially high-tech shipping like cabling, wind farm logistics, specialized transports like Airbus and missile and things like that. This evolution has proved very necessary and rather successful. On the other hand, as a family company, I must say that if we had remained totally in the Cape Size business, a Cape Size only owner, we would be today either very rich or very, very dead. A comment, and last comment, uh, on uh, family business. As a banker, I've always been of the opinion that uh, they are the best managed companies, whatever sector they are in. On the long run, they are the also the most profitable. This is why I believe that shipping, who needs a long-term view, dedication from the shareholders, reactivity and respect of values, cannot be but the world of family companies. It is the case internationally, and more so here in Greece, the number one shipping nation in the world, which as I mentioned. I want to now share my views with you of, of, uh, on uh, what has been and what are and what should remain the values of our shipping. But I am clearly seeing these changing. I am seeing these things changing in the world, in our world. Ethics, loyalty, the my word, my bond, uh, credo, are seen today by some um, more as a burden than an honor. And that is uh, quite deceiving. Also, the long-term, the much-needed long-term approach, which I did mention, seems to be losing pace to a much shorter view, to much shorter views in a world driven by computers and artificial intelligence and by finance and financiers. Stock exchange and shipping do not always fit together very well, but I will revert in my conclusion on that. Last thing, the family cultural approach is still, hopefully, the main reality of our business today. I believe it will last because it is a flesh of shipping. At least that is something which will remain. So the evolution, as I see it, does not make me personally so happy. This evolution, is it due to a change of culture, of education, to a change of our perception of values? Or is it due to a change in our business environment where sorry for the word, uh, where the excesses of our capitalistic world could very well lead 
to a drastic change of our regimes, not only political, but social and economical, if we don't pay attention to that. Today, short-term views, quick money, attention given to the price more than to the quality of service mm. do not, in my mind, in my mind, have us heading in the right direction. And this is, to my mind, worrying for the future. Coming to an end, to almost to us, an end of my speech and to your ordeal, just a few comments on what we are doing wrong. In our world, in the world of business in general, and in shipping in particular, I'm, uh, I don't like the increasing role of procurement department in industry, in mo mostly in larger groups. These procurement departments, these buyers, who give priority to price and not to the quality of service, in the long term, this is not a good approach. I did mention also you know, that uh, in shipping, we are family companies with a conservative long-term view. This industrial vision we have in shipping is quite far and different from the very purely financial approach of some businesses today. I did say earlier, I never believed, even though I made a living out of that when I was investment banker, I never believed that listing was an adequate approach for shipping. Of course, there are many successes, some of them on the table and in the, in the, in the uh, assembly, but uh, also, let's admit it, quite a few disappointments, not to say failures. One last point, it, I would want to, to say a few words short about environment, environment issues. It has been dealt a lot with these today, definitely. It's on the top of, the, of our concerns today. This was not the case 20 years ago. That was not the case for most shipping uh, ship owners in the world 10 years ago. As president of the French Shipping Association, of European Association, and more recently as BIMCO, I always felt concerned by these issues and tried to make this organization reacting, have tried to make my ship owners friend more reactive, not to say proactive. We would not be facing the interrogations, we would not be facing the difficulties created by the new, by the regulation imposed on us if we had been proactive enough we, ship owners, and proposing our own solutions. I felt sorry not to have been able to convince all my colleagues during all these last years. Now we are facing reality. By the way, that reality might not be that bad. Uh, it's not so problematic. I will not say more about uh, speed uh, limitation Slow steaming, it has been, I mentioned that this morning, again, uh, uh, to support uh, George Procopi, who uh, um, uh, mentioned about uh, slow steaming. I do believe, and I've been believing strongly, that it is, for some time already, it is the best way 
to achieve with, not a, with, with other possibilities like, like adequate fuel, obviously, but the easiest, cheapest, and best way to, uh, uh, to uh, reach uh, the regulations imposed on us on greenhouse gases. It's good for safety of our ships. It's good for environment, obviously. And by the way, it's always good for market. But as George uh, mentioned, it's also something which is a citizen approach of the a citizen of the world approach, and that we should pay attention uh, to it. Thank you for George Procopio for saying that. I convinced the French government to to uh, to take a strong stance on that at the European level in the coming weeks. I hope they will do so, uh, and I believe it will be one of the best things which which can happen to us ship owners for all the reasons I mentioned. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your attention. Uh, it really has been a pleasure to talk to you about uh, what I felt about shipping, past and future, and now as I see it. I don't know if I'm supposed to take any questions, but uh, thank you for all, uh, all of you for listening. <laughs>